Welcome to Christ Rehoboth Church, a place where we help people discover their purpose for living and raise kingdom people for global impact. Join us today as Reverend Kingsley Agu takes you deep into God's Word. We have been examining the subject of following the leading of the Spirit in making and taking decisions. And we said that humans are faced with decision-making on a daily basis. And so by virtue of living here on earth as a human, you are sometimes faced with difficult decision-making. And then you have varieties of choices or uh, several different paths you could take. This is speaking as a man. And then you notice that some of these choices are small, while others are huge. They are big. Praise God. I said, praise God. And so we find that the ones that are huge are demanding to be resolved one way or the other. This is what every human face on earth. And you will find out that the way, the natural way for man to go about making these certain decisions is that they rely on people or on the experiences of people. As a man. And then you come to the believer who is in Christ Jesus. Who ought to be a disciple. And remember, a disciple is he who follows in his mindset. So we are faced with trying to resolve the situation. Or trying to make certain decisions based off on the experiences of people. And if you come to the tail end of making that decision you will sometimes realize by following the experiences of people may not always work. For example, in the area of marriage, the way I am making my marriage to work may be inconsequential to how you make yours work. Praise God. So the world have a way of trying to deal with a problem. But when it comes to the believer in Christ who has an edge over the world. We are told in Colossians chapter 3 verse 15. Colossians 3 verse 15. Colossians chapter 3 verse 15. It says, and let the peace of God rule in your heart. To thee which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful. So it says you should let the peace of God rule in your heart. So that means a believer ought not to make decisions that are powered or influenced by the, uh, the circumstances they are faced with. Help my mic. Praise God. By the circumstances they are faced with. So it says, let the peace of God rule. The word rule there is brabio, which is to govern. 
It should be an umpire over your heart in making decisions. Don't forget, we said last week that the heart is where the emotions of man resides. So as a believer, in making decisions, you should allow the peace of God to rule, to govern your heart in decision making. Praise God. You know, it was Trevor Austin who said, our response to critical times of decision shape our lives and make us who we are. He then went for that to say that we become the person we are through the decisions we make. Are you following me? Are you following me? So in life, as we begin to live through life and going through life, there are certain questions that pops up in our mind. Questions like, how do we find God's ways for our lives? How do we find God's ways for our lives? How do we make choices that are in tune with God's purpose? We are faced with questions like, how can we know when God is speaking to us? Interestingly, believers find themselves asking these questions. And so the questions become, how do we help each other with these questions? It is in your heart. It resides there. There are certain, you know, life is all about decision making. When you woke up this morning, before you put on your dress, you try, you know, some women, you, you changed, you, you, you thought this is what you are going to wear this morning. But the moment you wore it, say, no, no. You pulled it. You put on another one. I, I'm speaking the heart of women here. <laughs> Praise God. Some of you step in the car. And you say, no, I, I don't think I'm dressing right. You go back inside. <laughs> so you are faced with decisions on a daily basis. What to eat. Where to drive to. You, you notice that your life is made up of decisions. And as a believer, how do you navigate through these systems? Are you going to go through how the word handles it? Or you are going to yield yourself to the spirit? And we said we are taking examples on how God led the children of Israel. We, we, we studied how he led them through the prophets, through signs, through visions, and the written word. Praise God. I said praise God. I said praise God. So... In, when it comes to important decision making, maybe we need to look upon what Joshua said. Joshua said in, Luke, in Joshua 24, verse 14 to 15, Joshua 24, Joshua, the book of Joshua, chapter 24, Joshua 24, verse 14, praise God, to 15. It says, now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and truth. And put away the gods your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve the Lord. 
So you should decide to do away with other gods. Do away with the systems of this world. Look at next verse 15. He said, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you shall serve. Whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorite in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So I have decided to follow the ways of God. That is a decision as a believer you decide today. Guess what? The spirit is still moving. Uh, the spirit is in you as a believer. But you have to make the decision whether you will allow the spirit to guide your decision making. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. I will follow the leading of the spirit. Because no believer is devoid of God's leading. See, I'm a believer. I'm not devoid of the leading of the spirit. Praise God. So in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Praise God. Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. It says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not in your own understanding. But in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall what? He shall direct your path. So you've got to come to a place where you acknowledge God. Paul praying to Philemon, he said, he said, he said, I pray that the communication of thy faith may become effectual in the acknowledging or by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you, which is in Christ Jesus. And we have the spirit of God in the inside of us. And guess what? The spirit of God wants to influence your decision. And so he is always influencing you. Praise God. Don't forget we said that you receive the spirit of God at salvation. The moment you got born again, you were indwelled by the spirit. Look at John very quickly, chapter 20, verse 21. John 20, 21, glory to God. Are you with me so far, church? All right. Today, we're going to examine another way God leads. Praise God. So, John 20, from verse 21. If you are there, say amen. amen. If you are not there, say, um, wait a minute, Pastor, I'm still searching. So, everybody is there. Praise God. <laughs> then Jesus said unto them, peace be unto you. Did I say verse 21? Yes. Peace be unto you, as my father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. So the believer, it is clear that you have the Holy Ghost on the inside of you. How do you know? In 1 Corinthians 14, it says, No one speaking by the Spirit calleth Jesus a cost. So, is Jesus the Son of God? Is Jesus God? The fact that you agree that Jesus is God is done by the Spirit on the inside of you. 
How did you become saved? You heard the word, you acknowledged the word, you believed the word and you confessed it. That work there is the work of the spirit who has convinced you. So you have the spirit of God on the inside of you. Look at Romans 8.14. Romans 8.14. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. For as many as are led. As many as are led. By the spirit of God. They are the Kayada. In other words. Let's pin this over. The sons of God are led by the spirit of God. The devil cannot lead the son of God. A believer cannot be led by the... No, it is not possible. So the spirit of God is on the inside. The question is, are you acknowledging the work of the spirit on the inside of you? You are led daily. So the decisions rise... I mean, the decisions is in your hands to either accept that leading of the spirit or your decisions are influenced and powered by what you hear. But as for me, I'm my household. We shall serve the Lord. We shall follow the leading. Listen, sometimes the leading of God, as you are going through it, pains may be there. It doesn't mean you are not being led. Some people will tell you, didn't I warn you? I told you this is how we did it. Let them did it. <laughs> did you hear what I said? <laughs> Let them did it. <laughs> For those of you, you know, it's let them do it. <laughs> you see, it may not be palatable at the time. But you need to realize in your mind, God cannot forsake me. God cannot lead me through the wrong direction. It is the reason we see how God led the children of Israel. He didn't lead them through the way of the Philistine that was easy. The goings may be tough. But as far as I am with the Lord, I am coming to an expected end. Oh, glory to God. Am I communicating someone? So, as you are following that leading, the, you see, remember situations of this world as it came to Job. He said he will curse God. That means he will speak against God. So situations of this world will come to you to make you second guess what God said. You know, there are things that happens to you. You now begin, didn't I hear God? You heard God. But situations are arising to turn you away from where God is leading. That is why the Bible said, looking unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Who was as a man tempted. Jesus was tempted. In the days of his flesh in Hebrews, he said he cried aloud. In that following, Jesus who is God. Acts 10, 38, anointed of God, of the Holy Ghost and with power. John 1, and the world became flesh and made to dwell among us in Gethsemane. Father, if this cup can pass me by. If this, in, Jesus saw where he is going. He saw that, ah, ah, you know, you, you see, 
<laughs> it is the way they crucify hardened robbers. So Jesus could have thought about it. So the same way they will kill that robber is the same way they will flog me. My first layer of skin will leave my body. They will drive nails into my hands. The flesh was starting to kick in. You know you are going through that situation right now. Your heart is pounding and it's like it's getting off your heart. It's getting off your chest. It's like, <laughs> you are almost coming to say, am I even good? Is God truly on my side? God is not on your side. God is not beside you. He's not behind you. He's on the inside of you. So I, as I am, I carry God. That is what, hey, uh, you, you know, David was a smart man. He said, I look unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help does not come from the hill. It cometh from the Lord. So I look within me. God, what are you saying? And I followed her leading. And at a time, it may not be or it may not make sense. I had rather follow God blindly than follow what makes sense to man. For God who will use the wisdom, the, the foolishness of preaching to confirm the wise. The foolishness of preaching. That is why it doesn't make sense to the legalistics. Our salvation came to man. It's the foolishness of preaching. So I had the right to follow God and his leading. You know, David again. Though through I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For thou are with me. Why am I not fearing evil? You are with me. He's no longer with you. He's in you. And ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come on you. He's on the inside of me. Is on the inside of me. I've got what make God God. Whatever it takes God to be God is on the inside. I make a step. Who made the step? God. I move this way. Who is moving this way? God. I do not leave God behind. Even if I try to, it's impossible. Hmm. Can I push it a little further? So, so some of you right now. It may even be some things you are going through work-wise, marriage-wise, relationship-wise, career-wise, even ministry-wise. Listen, it may not be sweet right now. Just stay on course. It shall bring you to an expected end. <laughs> it was Paul who said, I'm straight in between two. It is better for me to die and be with my father. And, 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 and to be with you. But being with you is to your benefit. So I had rather be with you that you be benefited. Why? Why did he make that decision? It was the way of the Lord. God who will have all men to be saved, not only, but to come to the knowledge of the truth. So by written word, he followed the direction and the leading of the spirit. Who oh, will not be happy to leave this world and go and enjoy with the Father? I can just be say, ah, Father, <laughs> look at, look at, look at here. <laughs> say, ah, so is, is that how it is over there? <laughs> hey, God, thank you. Jesus, thank you. I'm with you always. 
But the truth of the matter is, for us believers, heaven is not going to be at last. We are already in heaven. But our mortal body is not allowing us to enjoy that right now. And that is why on the day of Perusia, we shall be turned from this mortality, which will be swallowed up in immortality. Guess what? The immortality is trapped on our inside. So yield yourself to the leading. Oh, Kayaha. I wish I'm communicating with someone right now. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. You know, this country, everybody wants to do things. They want to do things. You know things? Things. Things that will even make you feel you are not working hard enough. My brother, my sister, you are working hard. Did you hear what I said? There is nothing working hard than you are already working. A friend of mine was telling me, say, ah, man of God, I have noticed with you, you don't talk. You are a doer. I don't talk because there's nothing to prove. Paul said, I press towards the mark of the high calling so that on that day, I will not be a castaway. A castaway is not like I'm not going to make heaven. He's talking about the rewards of ministry. So why should I now be announcing, you know, man of God, uh, today I, <laughs> by the leading of the spirit. No, 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 no. It is even a privilege that I am called to serve you. Can I still push it? Ah, glory to God. I said glory to God. So in the leading of God, don't always mistake it that trials and tribulations will not come. In fact, that is a part of the leading. James said, when trials and tribulations comes, it's a walking of your patience. So count it all joy. Paul said to the uh, church of Philippi, he said, rejoice again. I say, rejoice. Don't allow the situation to take that joy from you. I was saying to the singles, I said, don't let your background be enough reason for your back to be on the ground. Are we still together here? So, the believer in Christ have that edge. Let's examine something in the life of Brother Paul. Acts chapter 21. Glory to God. Acts chapter 21. We'll read verse 4. Verse 8 to 12. Verse 4. Verse 8 to 12. It says, And finding disciples... We tarried there seven days, who said to Paul, through the spirit, that he should not go to Jerusalem. How? They heard it via the spirit. It shows that these men were given to prayers. And they were sensitive to the spirit to pick up events. So, as believers, you have the spirit. You see things before they happen. You know, at the risk of not bringing work into this, there are things, I was telling my boss that I say, you know, I see things before they happen. Because there are certain things that all of you are 
afraid about or say, oh, we are not going to get this. And I tell you, we're going to get it. And then all those calls happen. It, it happens as I say. I say, you know, I say, so as a believer, give yourself attentively to what the Spirit is saying. Am I communicating? So via the Spirit, via the Spirit, they saw something was going to happen to Paul. In verse 4, that he should not go to Jerusalem. <laughs> Are you following me? Look at verse 8. So, that means Paul is already aware something will happen. Is it clear? Then look at verse 8. And the next day, we that were of Paul's company departed and came unto Caesarea, and we entered into the house of Philip the evangelist, which was one of them, the seven abode with him, and abode with him. And the same man had four daughters, virgins, which did prophesy. And as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. You remember Agabus? And when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bound his own hands and feet and said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost, so shall the Jews of at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle and shall deliver him into the hand of the Gentiles. And please pay attention whose hands they had delivering him. And when he, we heard these things, both we and they of that place besought him not to go to, up to Jerusalem. <laughs> Agabus didn't know the belt he was holding belonged to Paul. Are we together? But via the spirit, when he came into the vicinity, into coming in contact with the object, via the spirit, he prophesied that Paul will be delivered unto the hands of Gentiles. Question, who was Paul called to? Hold that thought. So the prophecy got to Paul again. So Paul heard the prophecy. But one thing with Paul, he recognized the leading of the spirit. That means it is not the first time this is coming. He says in the house of Philip, his daughters, four children were prophetess. So that for, to mention that that means every one of them say, Brother Paul, when you go to Jerusalem, something will happen. The other one say, ah, I received it too. Ah, you saw it in the spirit. Ah, the other one is a confirmation. So Paul already knew. And then Agabus, hey, uh, don't forget in Acts 13, the same Agabus came. So Agabus again. Who does this ghetto belong to? Ah, he not gave details. The Jews will seize him and give him to the Gentiles. So don't go to Jerusalem. Now, it was something they picked via the Spirit. But Paul is called to the Gentiles. Are we together? Paul is called to the Gentiles. But the spirit said, this is what is going to happen. 
The question becomes, did the spirit say don't go? <laughs> there was an event. So it looks good for Paul not to go. But is that what the spirit said? <laughs> Follow me carefully, church. <laughs> so it means that you must know how to recognize the voice of God. You must know how to recognize the leading of the spirit. Glory to God. Look at verse 13. Look at verse 13. Paul's response. Then Paul answered, What me yet to weep and to break my heart? For I am ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh -uh. Why are you breaking my heart? It is true you received it. I am not against. You know, John said, don't despise prophecy. So, I am not against what you have said. In the midst of that prophecy, what is the instruction God has given me to me? By the written word and by the calling. <laughs> it's called again to the Gentiles. Now, you will follow this now. <laughs> Verse 14. And when he would not be persuaded, we ceased saying, the will of the Lord be done. So, hiya. They know that there is a will of the Lord. But because we love you, Paul, we don't want you to go through the peril you are about to go through. Wait, don't go. You cannot hear the leading or recognize the leading of the Spirit and not be persuaded. They could not persuade him. Why? I hear what you say. But what is the spirit leading me to do? So then I say, well, if you are not going to hear, let God's will be done. We know, brother Paul, you are not going to make mistakes. We know you as a man who follow unconditionally the will of the father. Am I still communicating here? So let the will of the Lord be done. So, Paul wasn't trying to be stubborn. Am I communicating here? Paul wasn't... So, there are, there, there, are, there are times you are in the midst of decision like that. People bring words to you. And within you, you know. Within you. You are not peaceful about it. Another question you will ask yourself. Did God bring me to Christ Rehoboth Church for me to live again? There's a reason you are brought here. Did Christ bring me to Christ Rehoboth Church for me not to serve? What is your will for me here, Lord? So, <laughs> there is a way that will look palatable to you, but what is the leading of the Spirit? Am I still communicating here? So Paul wasn't trying to be stubborn. Verse 14 shows that Paul already knows and knows about the prophecy. So the leading of God is something you must know so that you are not given to anxiety. The leading of God is something you must know so that you are not given to fear or betrayals. Am I still communicating, church? 
You know, when fear begins to come in, that is not the way of the Spirit. That's not the leading of the Spirit. So, Paul is fully persuaded. Acts 5, 19 to 20. Praise God. You know, remember I told you we would take time in examining precept by precept the leading of the Spirit, correct? And we are going to show you every detail how to recognize that leading. So stay put. Praise God. Don't think, I just thought this, now you have known everything. <laughs> Praise God. Acts 5, 19 to 20. But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, Go, stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. You see, doors of the prisons are open. What would be your very first action as a man? <laughs> you will borrow legs and, and engage in what we call prison break. <laughs> but the Lord is saying, the reason I open this is to preach the gospel. So all those people that locked you, go and preach to them. That's the leading of the spirit. Acts 7.55. Acts 7.55. Glory to God. I hope you are still with me. He said, but being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly unto heaven and saw the glory of God and Jerusalem, I mean, and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. So being full of the Holy Ghost, he looked up steadfastly. Acts 8.26. Many scriptures. Acts 8.26. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is a desert. He heard the Lord, Arise and go. So these guys already knew the scriptures. But they just needed to be granted divine appearances they had the scriptures and now they are receiving the instructions via the spirit guess what the spirit of god will never lead you in a way opposite his word it must be within the confine of his word look at verse 29 of acts 8 am i still communicating then the spirit said unto Philip, go near and join thyself to these chariots. The spirit said, go join yourself to this chariot. Why? There is a man there that needs to be saved. So even in evangelism, we move by the leading of the spirit. Did you hear what I said? We move by the leading of the spirit. Because Christ died for all, salvation is hanging on the head of everyone and people need to receive it. So when we go, Holy Ghost, direct me. Are you still here? Look at verse 39. And when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip that the eunuch saw him no more and he went on his way rejoicing. So you see the move of the spirit, divine appearances of the spirit instructing the believer in Christ. 
Because as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Serving the Lord is not giving God conditions. You know, God, I don't think that decision is okay. You, can you imagine? God asking the children of Israel to leave Egypt. And they say, no, let's go through the land of the Philistine. It's closer. Do, do you think people didn't wrestle with Moses? No, read the story very well. People wrestled. They, some people said, you would have left us in Egypt to die. One that, that one would say, I walked. I, I earned that grade, that tomb they gave to my family. Eh? And now you are bringing us through these difficulties. Moses, how can you say, see, see Canaan there, look at the promise. Are you not saying Canaan? So why, why should I go and parabolate and go through a place? And you know, on our way, you, you are afraid of the Philistine now. There are other countries you don't know about. They will swallow us. They will conquer. They will overtake. Let's go through here. You will hear people murmuring. Moses is too stubborn. He's a stubborn. How does he think he is? Of course, you know people will murmur. <laughs> and, and his sister, Miriam. You know what happened to him. <laughs> so, it's to show. And, and you know, in the wilderness, when they started serving the, the, the graven image, do you think they just woke up? The pressure was high that Aaron could not withstand it. That is a show that the pressure was tougher when it came to Moses. But Moses said, let me hear what God is saying. So don't think people will rejoice with you. Say, don't mind her. She thinks it's the holy holy. It's only you that know how to serve God. Now you are the one that killed Jesus. <laughs> Listen to me. We are not moved by what people say. We have a greater. He said, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The world cannot give us something to benefit us. So the spirit, he's leading you and I. So he led Philip. Philip preached to the man, the eunuch. The man is saved. The spirit took Philip again and Philip went rejoicing. If you stay long enough in that leading of the spirit, you will rejoice. You didn't hear what I said. <laughs> yes, the situation may seem impossible right now, but stay there. Say to someone, say, stay there. The spirit is leading you. Is leading you so that you gain experience. The spirit is leading you so that when you look back, you will say, ah, if it has not been the Lord. Am I communicating? Look at chapter 9, verse 4. Acts chapter 9, verse 4. Praise God. Divine appearances. Verse 4. And he fell to the earth and heard the voice saying unto him, So, so, why persecutest thou me? He heard a voice. And on that way, the Spirit will lead you. 
he heard a voice. Now, the voice may come in different ways. You may hear it. It may also just be your pastor talking to you now. How many of you sometimes when I'm teaching here, it's like I am teaching you that thing that you are going through and how to get out of it. And you are wondering, uh -uh, did, did somebody say something to pastor? It's like pastor sat with me all day to know. No, it is the voice of God via the spirit that is reaching you. Am I communicating here? Look at verse 10. Verse 10 of Acts 9. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord, saw the Lord, to him said the Lord in where? In a vision. And Ananias, and he said, behold, I am here, Lord. So another way is via visions. Visions. Praise God. So Jesus appeared to him in a vision. These are divinely guided appearances. And these divinely guided appearances did not stop. And it has not stopped. Praise God. I said praise God. In Acts 10 verse 2 to 4, Cornelius in a vision. In Acts 10 verse 10, Peter in a vision. In Acts 10, 19, in a vision. Acts 11, 28, in a vision. Glory to God. Acts 12, 7 to 8 and 11, in a vision. So, there are different ways the Spirit will lead you as a believer. Don't trivialize it. Some of you will even have dreams. Dreams that are not guided by your emotions. Praise God. I said, praise God. I was telling my wife, and I think Pastor Fee as well, right? And said, these circumstances, I have seen it in a dream long time ago. And I didn't remember until an email I sent brought me, rem it was not deja vu. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> it was when I wrote that email, I remembered. This was exactly the email I sent. Are you still with me, church? Then in Acts 13, verse 2, you will now see from verse 1, Agabus, a prophet, and all believers, they are praying, and they say, separate me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work I have sent them. There you see revelation and utterance. Revelation and utterance. Acts 14, verse 9. Many scriptures? Verse 9. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed. So he perceived. That means you can be looking, you can come in contact with the object and you perceive. You have an insight into them. You have an insight. You know, Jesus Christ did this a lot. <laughs> he said, for he knew what they were thinking. It's today that people are playing with God. They play with fire. <laughs> so yeah, how did he know? No, you know, Jesus was in the midst of people. He said, and he knew what they were thinking in their mind. And he spoke to them. 
So via the spirit, you can look and you will have an insight into what that person is thinking in their heart. So the question is, how well are you listening to the spirit of God? Because you are led on a daily basis. Say, I am led of the spirit continuously and ceaselessly. Glory to God. Acts 16. Acts 16, verse 6 and 7 and 9 to 10. Acts 16, verse 6 and 7, 9 to 10. Glory to God. Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and region of Galatia, and we are forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I wanted to get here. This is where we are going to stop. <laughs> now, Paul, don't go to Jerusalem. They will hold you there and hand you over to the Gentiles. Only God knows what they will do with you. Who owns this ghetto, this belt? Tell the person not to move to Jerusalem. And Paul said, why are you breaking my heart? It is the same Paul who was now forbidden by the Holy Ghost from preaching. Question, what is wrong in preaching? Is it not the will of God that we preach and win souls? But the Bible said he was forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. <laughs> so that shows you when Paul went to Jerusalem, he was following the leading. And we are told here, the same leading of the Spirit forbade him to go. You see the circumstances where he is going into danger and the Spirit of God is letting him go. And now, a place to go and preach and win souls. He is not allowed by the Spirit of God to go. So it doesn't matter how what you are seeing looks so nice. It's the Spirit leading you. Every time we are to make decisions, always have this at, your at the back of your mind. It is always greener on the other side until you are there. The Spirit forbade him. And Paul, Kingdom Invasion Bible School student, remember yesterday, I told you, Hermes is one that is skillful with using words. That you are not, he said, he said, for Paul was a chief speaker. So that is to tell you that Paul enjoyed talking. When it came to the scriptures, ah, Paul will give you revelations loaded and unloaded. And here the spirit said, Paul, don't go. Just wait where you are. <laughs> the question, did Jesus come to die for us? He came to die. Okay. The Bible said Jesus is in the midst of the multitude. And he perceived in his heart they were plotting to kill him. Wouldn't Jesus say, well, I actually came to die. Let me present myself. The Bible said he escaped. Do you know what it means to escape? It means you are looking at them like this and you are running. You, you are hiding. This is God in the form of man in the earth. And he is looking at people. The same Jesus said, no one take my life while I laid it up. 
the same Jesus. He's looking like say, Peter, Peter, look, look at that guy. You know, ah, Jude, Jude, you know, block, block this way, block this way. And he escaped. <laughs> and now you think, because I'm the child of God, I will go and do it anyway, even when the Spirit is forbidding you. Some of you are saying, I bind you, devil. It's the Holy Spirit you are binding. You didn't know. <laughs> Praise God. You are binding the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is asking, don't you know who you are? He said, I rebuke you. You have come in the, as the angel of life. You are a wolf. Get thee behind me. He said, me? I'm the Holy Spirit. And he said, he said no, Holy Spirit. Then the voice of the devil will not come. Oh. I have come, you know. Go that way. Don't mind the devil he was trying to. The devil is not telling you the devil. <laughs> Praise God. This is what happened to the children the, the, the Eve. The devil came. Did the Lord truly say, The day you eat, you will die? God knows you will not die. Just eat. He's afraid of allowing you to be like him. Eat. You say, ah, I knew there was something about God. You know, I didn't hear it directly from God. So I'm giving God a benefit of a doubt. It is my husband, Adam, who didn't hear it clearly. Maybe what God was trying to tell Adam, <laughs> said, you see, this food is good. He eat to the eyes and to the flesh and it's palatable to the body. When you just eat it, you'll be like this. My, my husband didn't hear it. And then you would say, um, ah, this is what God was telling Adam. And Adam, you know, for, 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 for Eve to have been able to convince Adam, it means <laughs> Eve did a suggestion on what the devil told her. Say, don't you see now? I, I can't. My eyes are me see. I, I see nothing. But God said, don't. And the man said, oh, it's true. Maybe I didn't hear clearly. How many times have you heard you asking yourself you didn't hear clearly? Brothers and sisters, the devil is redirecting your focus. He said, oh God, Adam, eat. Am I not your wife? Did I die? I didn't die. <laughs> Eat it. Eat it. The same temptation the devil brought to Jesus. And Jesus via the written word. So, don't think you are too spiritual. And not giving to the leading of the spirit that you have on your inside. That you will follow the externalities, the influence that comes. And it will still lead you in the way of God. Rise on your feet. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope your soul has been truly enriched. More video and audio teachings are available on our website, www.ChristRehobothChurch.com. Follow our social media pages and check us out on Facebook, Kingsley Agu Ministry, and on YouTube, Kingsley Agu Ministry.